everybody, welcome to the Slasher Hour. I'm your host, Lurch. I'm Darkman. Sit back and crack yourself a cold one and enjoy. Today we're joined by horror author Matt Miller. Thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure. Very excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Well, um, I'm from Louisiana. Grew up partially in New Orleans and in Lafayette. Um, and I've basically lived in different places. Lived in mainland China for several years, a few years ago. Uh, moved back to the U.S. to be closer to family and um, been writing all my life. And I've loved horror all my life. So Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what got you into horror? You know, I've, I've thought about that before, and it's one of two things. So when I was young, probably about eight years old, I got my hands on an Edgar Allan Poe complete uh, works, right? <laughs> it's this thick book, leather-bound book. Started reading it, didn't understand all of it, but I just remember thinking, man, this guy really, I understand what he's saying, you know? I really, I really dig it. I really get what he's saying. And he was so creative. That made me really like to read horror. But I think probably the thing that got me into horror I have an uncle and a cousin who are about the same age, and when I was a little kid, they used to torment me in good fun, but still torment. Uh, they made up this character called Uncle Tilo, who lived in the attic. Mm. He was supposedly this half man, half monster, and they would do things like get in the attic and make like noises of a cane walking, and then they would <laughs> put like occasionally they put like a stocking over their head and walk out as Uncle Tilo. And I was a little kid screaming, you know. Uh, one one morning, I woke up and they had rigged this system of for a cane to be like hanging in the air above my bed, so I think that really screwed <laughs> That was probably the true start of enjoying horror. <laughs> so, how did living in China affect your writing at all? Yeah, I think that living in different places really opens your, your mind, your view of the world. You see people who are very much not like you, especially China. I mean, they're so, it's so unlike the U.S., which I'm used to. So it just kind of broadens your mind, different experiences, different people, a different language, different food, and you really kind of have more material to think about, you know? Mm -hmm. My books, I really like to include multicultural elements in all of them, even though it is horror and horror comedy. But um, I think that it really helped me to understand how, how different people see the world. That it's just what we think is right and true is not always right and true, you know? Everyone else sees it differently. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Um, so you wrote this fine novel here. Uh, punk rock vampire story. I have a copy yes, of it. Indeed. So what was your inspiration right. for this? <laughs> well, well, I've always, uh, I've always liked rock and roll, punk rock, because of its kind of um, anti-establishment nature, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of subversive. Right. And always has. That's one of the things I don't like too much about some of the modern music. It's not controversial. It's not subversive. No. But anyway, um, and I've always really liked punk rock because to me it kind of, Originally, in the era of disco, things were getting so overproduced and overdone yeah. that people were just like, let's get back to rock and roll. A guitar, a bass, drums, and, a, and lyrics, right? And I like that attitude. And so I've really always enjoyed punk rock. But then vampires, I've always thought they were fascinating creatures. The original lore of vampires were not these handsome, suave gentlemen, you know, like Dracula, but they were risen corpses, you know, like right. rotting risen corpses that would return to their house, the places they lived and demand food and stuff and something about that idea of of needing blood to feed on you know um like taking the life of others to make yourself alive even though you're already dead something about it's just kind of alluring even a little romantic you know right yeah. sorry about that my uh, my computer did a reboot for something so it cut off your oh. face a little bit yeah. sorry about that but, uh, that's for the better i think <laughs> <laughs> um do you have a favorite horror film yeah i do um I think um, 
my favorite horror film of all time has got to be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh. And the reason for that, I think, it's so realistic. They don't use music and jump scares and the violins, you know, in the background. It's just like on the first kill, you see the girl walk in the house, Leatherface grabs her. You just hear the thump and the struggle, and that's it. No music. It's so realistic, you know. It's like right. it's like the most realistic horror movie, I think. A close second would be The Exorcist, the original Exorcist. Uh, I read that book and watched that movie when I was younger, and it's like for weeks would scare the hell out of me. Couldn't, right. couldn't sleep. You know? so that's 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 really a good one. And then finally, I think Poltergeist, the original Poltergeist, oh, would take one of the top three. Yeah, yeah, very uh, that good. Scene, movie. Uh, that scene with Robbie and the clown, you know, under the bed. And, the anticipation is just brilliant. You know, oh, they built know. that up. That's one of my favorites yeah. too. Um, oh, what yeah. it, do you, I know that you're an author. Do you have a favorite book that you like to read or a favorite author? Uh, actually, my favorite author is not even a horror writer. It's Charles Dickens, mm, okay. a historian writer. Uh, and my favorite book is by him, Bleak House. The thing I like about Dickens so much is his characters, man. He, he develops these crazy characters that are so exaggerated and funny, but really he understands human nature really, really well. And that's what I like about Bleak House. Um, it's funny, it's entertaining, it's drama, it really has some great characters. In terms of horror, my favorite horror novel probably is Salem's Lot by Stephen King, Good. the one about vampires. Yeah. I find that really scary and really well written, yeah. So yeah. Those I'm are a huge my favorite Stephen King fan. I, I love Stephen King, this is my favorite author. Oh, yeah. uh, Misery's my favorite book. Oh, I have all the oh, yeah. time. Great, great he one. Really, he really created a feeling of dread and misery. Like, yeah. reading it, you feel the dread, you know? Yeah. Like, you're scared because you get out of bed. You're scared she's going to catch him. You know, it's really well done. Right. And I think Kathy Bates killed it when it comes to being on the silver screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, she amazing. My actual, my first horror punk band I was ever in was called Annie, Annie Wilkes because I was such oh, a yeah. fan. So, cool. um, hey. what got you into punk rock music? I think just um, when, I was, uh, when I was younger... I remember hearing Social Distortion the first time, and I kind of considered them punk rock, you know, and oh, yeah. original. And it's just, it was just, like I said, the pure rock and roll, you know. It wasn't a lot of overproduced stuff and a lot of, um, you know, fade outs and a lot of this uh, synthesizers. It was just pure rock and roll. And like I said, I've always considered rock and roll to be countercultural, subversive, and I like that because, you know, I don't, I think all of us, if not, we don't always like everything about the mainstream culture, you know. Exactly. Um, I think also for people who like punk rock, I don't know about you, when I was growing up, I wasn't super popular. I wasn't really good in athletics. I was, I was bullied, you know, I was kind of an outsider. And I think by learning to embrace that outsider nature, somehow you can you can deal with it better. And I think punk rock has always been kind of an outlier, you know? Yeah. I think about, think about um, Iggy Pop's song, The Passenger, mm. considered kind of a proto, early proto-punk. It's all about him kind of seeing the world from behind the glass and not really being a part of it, but then realizing that it's really his sky and his world too. Exactly. I think that's a big part of it, you know, being an outsider, but being able to embrace that and kind of deal with it that way. Exactly. I, I was also not very popular, and yeah. uh, I was also bullied a lot too, so that's kind of what drew, drew me into punk rock as well. Oh, see, that's yeah, what yeah. got me into metal. So oh, True. Abs know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like suicidal tendencies and stuff like that, so, you know. Yeah. Have you ever seen Social Distortion Live? I have. I yeah. saw them in Baton Rouge a long time. I don't even forget the year, but they were fantastic. They yeah. were. I saw them in Milwaukee. I, I missed them like five five years in a row. I kept missing them, missing them. Uh -huh. Moved out to Wisconsin. First year I was here, I went and saw them. Yeah. Absolutely breathtaking show. I mean, they put oh, on yeah. a hell of a show. It's fucking one of the best shows I've ever, I've ever seen. Yeah. 
Same. So I, I think Mike Ness is just such a cool guy. You know, he's just yeah. Like every bottom and body's rock and roll. You know, that's what he is. Exactly. Um, uh, and his son uh, Julian Ness, he's uh, he's also in a band too. I've actually never heard any, right. any of his mu- his music though. Um, I haven't either. I like to. Yeah. Yeah, I like to check him out too. He looks just like his dad. I know. <laughs> so I ask this to everybody that's on the show, but right. if you're stuck on a deserted island. You can only take one band and one of the one of their albums. Who are you taking? Uh, wow, that's a really tough one. Um, I probably man, that's a tough one. I might have to pick something from the Misfits, man. I, yeah, I really. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you know the rest of your life only listening to that. Maybe it would get old, but I think I might have to choose something. I like the real the older stuff like that. I like a lot of modern bands too. I like Five Cent Freak Show. I think they're really fantastic. I might choose them too. So I'm not sure if I could choose. Uh, maybe Five Cent Freak Show. Yeah. In terms, would, of, in terms would, of album, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'd have to think about their albums, but I think I would choose them. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, I just kidnap Five Cent Freak Show and take it with me. And right. I, yeah, I t- then I kidnap Anthony Noble and uh, take him to let us and entertain. <laughs> oh his yeah, amazing great. Art. great art. Yeah, fantastic. Fuck yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, if you could co-write a, a book with any author, who would you pick? Living or dead? Wow. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, my natural thing is to say Charles Dickens, but I don't know if I could ha- if I could hang in his league. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Stephen King or Anne Rice. You know, Anne Rice Ooh. from New Orleans. I like her. St- I mean, she's deceased now, but I like her stuff a lot. You know. Yeah. Her world building. So maybe one of those two, Stephen King or Anne Rice. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And- uh, what would be your dream punk rock show if you could put the one together? Two man, living or dead? Could I choose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or, or act or not? Man, I, I guess I would. I would have Iggy Pop, who I consider proto punk. Uh, I'd love to have Social Distortion, Misfits, um, uh, Screaming Dead. I like some of their old stuff. Mm-hmm. And in terms of modern, I like, like I said, Five Cent Freak Show, Evelyn's Casket. I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. I like uh, casket culture, so maybe all of those together would be really cool. That would yeah. be that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> if you could turn your book, uh, Punk Rock Vampire Story, into a movie, who would be your dream cast for the band, the Gravediggers? Oh, that's <laughs> man. Um, that's a tough one. It's a four. It's a four part punk rock band. You have Paul the singer, Mary who plays guitar, um, Matt who plays the drums, and Gil bassist. And actually, it's kind of a running gag in every book so far. The bassist dies, right? So it's kind of a running gag. But um, in terms of Paul, the singer, man, uh, I really have to think about that. I, yeah. I don't have an answer offhand. Maybe like, um, I don't know. I have to think about it. I'm sorry. That's not a satisfying answer, but I, no. I've never really thought about that. <laughs> so but, I, uh, you know, it's no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. I was just going to say, I, I send my, when I write my books, I send them sent out copies to musicians so forth and celeb- some big name celebrities oh, really? and actually uh dr chud you know the misfits drummer he actually i sent him one he found me on facebook and thanked me super nice guy Sweet. but he um he was he and i were kind of talking about how it might make a good movie but i have so many characters and locations it would be really expensive to make mm-hmm. <laughs> so so uh but he i was so i was so uh thrilled that he was a really nice guy and really gave me some really good advice i didn't want to mention mention him shout out to him yeah. hell yeah big shout out to him uh well i mean they made lord of the rings and star wars why can't they make your movie right yeah true yeah. <laughs> that's true so i understand you have a uh, youtube channel as well tell us a little bit about that yeah yeah thank you it's called fangs and folklore it's a youtube channel and i also put the audio version audio only on podbean and apple Podcasts and so forth so basically it explores 
all things horror, everything from folklore uh, to serial killers to to the real life accounts of vampires, you know, everything that you could imagine horror. And I like to go a little bit for, uh, further and talk about why we have these legends, why we have these beliefs, you know, like vampires, you know, um, maybe they're real, but if not, or either way, really, what led to the vampire lore? Why do we have this for so many thousands of years? What is it about the vampire, just as an example, that appeals to human nature, you know, and the werewolf, you know, kind of the wild side of man versus civilized nature. I like to look at that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and, and really think about it. So philosophize a little bit. Very cool. Do you have a favorite vampire movie? Uh, it's so. either, it's, it's got to be The Lost Boys or, uh, or uh, Fright Night, one of those two. Oh. Probably The Lost Boys. My, yeah. fa my favorites as well. Do you have a favorite, yeah. um, do you have a favorite uh, werewolf movie at all? Uh, yeah, uh, Dog Soldiers. Are you familiar mm, with that one? Yeah, hell yeah, that's a great movie. That they had great good. effects, man. The werewolves look really good. Yeah. Really, really. And they're not, you know, they're, um, they're not, spe I mean, they're not CGI, you know, they're, they're practical effects. Yeah. So I really thought they were fantastic. That is very best. cool. So if yeah. you guys want to follow Matt on his, any of his social media accounts, well, that's another thing I was going to ask you. Where, where can people find you? Thank you. So on Facebook, I have a page, um, Matthew Miller horror writer and on uh, instagram it's matthew miller author um my email is matthew.miller.writer at gmail.com always happy to answer email those are the main three that i use those main three and then i have the channel things in folklore and then my books are on amazon available um i have a new cover design that i like a little bit better oh that's uh, sweet and it's got redone kind of stands out a little bit more that is sweet and so they're available on kindle uh in paperback and book one is available as an audiobook now, and book two will be in about a week. And then the volume five of the series should be coming out in a couple of weeks. So a lot of exciting stuff happening. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so what what is next for you? Um, well, this is a six-part series. I've already written all six. I'm just waiting for the editing. Um, and our next the next book is a standalone book about Jack the Ripper, a novel, right? And then uh, then I'm starting a new series after that about this kid whose father is a cruise ship captain and he travels around the world and at every port of call he runs into some kind of supernatural or monster or something you know horror and has to deal with it before they sail away that's going to be the next series that's amazing man um i actually have your first copy of your first book it's the only one i've read i'm i'm going to pick cool. up the rest of them i absolutely loved it um if thank you, you so much yes thank you so much for being here if you want to follow matt on any of his social media's account and his youtube page They'll all be linked in the description box below. Thank you so much, Mr. Miller, for being here. Don't go away. We've got a few more questions, but for everybody else, if you're new to the channel, please like and subscribe. And until next time, I'm Lurch. I'm Darkman. And you've been slashed. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much.
make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Clintonville Slashers Club, and on Instagram, Frankenhooker Band. Links will be in the description box below. Slashers on loose, Clintonville. Maybe next time I come for you. <laughs>